0: All right, (coughs) let's get Notion pulled up. So today I am going to be doing something a little bit different. I know I say that a lot, but today I'm going to be looking at a little bit of tabletop role-playing game design. Now, I watched a video a few days ago, and... It talked about Into the Odd and several other game systems that have a no, uh, they don't have like a to hit roll, or you basically just roll damage when something happens. I thought that idea was really interesting, and so I thought, what would an entire game system look like? if that was the core mechanic, right? Where if you decided to do something and you had to roll, you just rolled to see how well you did it, not to see if you did it or not, and then how much progress did you make on that thing. So I spent a little bit of time taking some notes, writing some stuff down, coming up with ideas. and I'm going to talk through those now. So what I ended up coming up with is a polyhedral dice pool game and this is a bit of a brain dump this is kind of incomplete thoughts here so i'm just going to talk through what i've come up with um, and we might tweak things as we go and we'll see what it turns into now i haven't read the full rules of into the odd or any of these other games but from what i've gathered uh, you roll a handful of dice um, damage dice specifically may depend on the weapon type and so you're rolling various amounts of dice and varying uh, dice sizes, so d4s, d6s, d8s, d10s, d12s. And like in d d or something, you're you're rolling that as part of your attack, essentially. Um, but where it differs a little bit here is in these games, from my understanding, you take the highest result. So it's kind of like rolling damage with advantage. If you have multiple dice, you're only taking the highest dice. I believe there's an exception where if you're um, targeting multiple enemies, you can split the dice between them or something like that. Um, However, for the most part, you're rolling a pool of dice, you're taking the highest dice. That's something that I already enjoy from games like um, Blades in the Dark and other Forged in the Dark-based systems because it gets rid of a lot of the math. And when I first sat down to just kind of spitball this game idea... I was really nervous about how much math would be involved because there's a couple things that I want to do with it. And the math was scaring me. Not that math is hard, but math slows down your game. You gotta add a bunch of numbers up, a bunch of roles if you have to compare it to other roles that are happening, that sort of a thing. You run into this slowdown effect, right? That's why having two separate roles for do I do the thing and then how well do I do the thing in a classic game like Dungeons and Dragons, um, that's where some of that slowdown comes in, right, is there's multiple things happening. So the less math we can do, the better. So dice pool mechanics. So you're going to be rolling multiple dice of varying sizes. Um, initially, I'm thinking that we will just take the highest result. Um, after looking at this, I think that's also going to help with some of the kind of weird math that happens when you're adding multiple... Uh, different dice ranges together. Um, and essentially what I've boiled this down to is a, any given role that you're going to make to do something right, where there's going to be some uncertainty, any role that you make is essentially going to be a opposed role. Um, let's jump back a little bit. One of the other things I, uh, with spitting this game out this concept out. I'm noticing that I'm taking a lot of things from my other game that I'm working on, which is Forged in the Dark uh, style, uh, but it also has some tags, some Powered by the Apocalypse style things, some City of Mist style things. Um, and I kind of wrapped a lot of that into this system because there are certain things I really like that I kind of seem to continually be drawn to. Um, so the first things is tags. So Uh, I have listed out several sets of tags, and if this were a framework of a game system, uh, I would probably say you basically pick your tag types that you want to have. And right now I have attributes, skills, expertise, equipment, conditions, and injuries. Now, if you're playing a different game, maybe you're playing a sci-fi game or something, you might want to add or remove some. I could also see a faction uh, tag type being available as well or a reputation tag type that could be used when you're interacting with various groups of people Um, but essentially when you have these different tag types you're going to have um, some actual tags associated with them so for attributes this is going to be for whatever your game is if it's like a fantasy game like DD, you may have your your standard six strength, dex, con, int, um, wisdom, and charisma. Uh, if you're, you could opt to do less than that or more than that or whatever makes sense for your game, right? But you're gonna, uh, I think for this system to really work, we need to have some base um, attributes that we can use. That way, there's always at least a dice that somebody's rolling, right? So even if they have, if they're gonna try to attempt something and they don't have any skills or any equipment or anything that can help them, um, they're at least going to roll one dice based on their attributes. So, you know, a strength check, a dex check, whatever. Um, And then the rest of them, skills, expertise, equipment, conditions, injuries, those are all going to be um, things that get added or kind of purchased with experience. Um, Well, the, the skills and expertise would be purchased with experience and then you know equipment conditions injuries those things are going to happen um, through gameplay but essentially when you're making a check you're going to you know take the attribute that makes sense so let's say you're making a melee attack that's strength so you'll take that and then you'll add in any relevant tags of these other tag groups um, to your dice pool so you're building a dice pool um, with your attribute and up to one from each group so i would say that if you have multiple tags that apply you can only apply one of them so in this case maybe you are um, you're making an attack maybe you have two different weapons that you don't necessarily wield at the same time Um, both of those pieces of equipment maybe don't make sense to be rolled together you just take whichever one is is better and use that one or whichever one you're using and you use that or if you have two skills that are like kind of similar could apply you pick one right so that our dice pools aren't getting too out of hand um so each category you can pick one from each category and then got conditions and injuries um negative things like negative conditions and negative injuries um if those apply you will add them as well right like if your arm is broken you're gonna add that to essentially a negative dice pool. And I talked about this being always opposed rolls. So in the idea of an attack roll, let's say we're making an attack roll with strength, so we've got a D6 for strength, we've got a sword that's a D8, and then we have sword training as a skill tag that we've um, purchased essentially through character creation or level up or whatever. Um, And that's a D10, let's say. So we're gonna roll all of those dice as our dice pool taking the highest result so that's the amount of kind of effort or progress that we do towards completing our task towards our attack that's damage essentially and then if you're say attacking a goblin he's going to have some sort of an armor rating again from a d4 to a d12 Uh, as a goblin is probably going to be like a d4 maybe it has you know a nimble tag so that i can move around quick so maybe it's a d4 and a d6 he's going to roll his dice and you're going to subtract the result right so somebody's going to get a higher result and the difference is the amount of progress made one way or the other so if the player uh, overcomes their armor does more progress then the rest of it goes through as damage or potentially as inflicting negative conditions and injuries on the goblin um, if the goblin wins, then the game master may get to inflict some damage or a condition back on the player. So we get a little bit of the uh, back and forth and the narrative um, results, right? Like if you fail when you're attacking this goblin, you may actually take some damage from that. So it's not just a, oh, you failed, your turn is skipped. There's this, The narrative is still moving forward um and in this case uh obstacles uh pretty much everything gets tagged so this is similar to the other system that i'm working on is um, enemies can have tags items could have tags locations um you know like battle maps themselves could have tags um you know a cliff can have tags like it could be a 8 for you know height and you know a d6 for jagged edges right and if you fall from the top, that's it's a D12, or it's against a D12, right? Um, and everything becomes an opposed roll. So whenever you are doing something that may or may not succeed and you have to roll for it, you're essentially opposing an obstacle or an enemy or whatever, and you got to make progress to overcome that thing. So checks go away, and... Things become obstacles that need effort to uh, overcome. Now, one of the things that gets a little weird with that that I've noticed is that, like, well, what if you do want a binary yes or no question or an answer, right? Like, um, opening a lock is a bad example because a lock could just take a certain amount of progress to get through it. And then once you've overcome it, uh, you're good. You get through the door, you unlock it. Right, that's kind of the index card RPG way of thinking. Um, But let's say you're trying to jump over a cliff, like how do you make progress jumping over a cliff, right? You either jump over it or you don't. Um, So in that case, uh, this piece I'm a little unsure about. Possibly you just uh, set a difficulty level based on a dice size. Um, So like a D4 is easy, D6 is average, D8 is hard d10 is daunting, and a d12 is formidable, right? That's potentially a way to overcome this. I don't know if that's the right way to do it or not. Um, but essentially, you would do the same thing. You would roll versus that um, that negative dice pool, right? So it's a little bit simpler. It's only one dice, um, whereas maybe attacking an enemy, maybe multiple dice. Um, but that's kind of where I'm leaning to. Um, I don't personally love setting difficulties. I feel like as a game master um I just don't like having to arbitrate that uh that piece of it and so games like Powered by the Apocalypse and Forged in the Dark games and the Genesis games to some extent um they take some of that decision making out of my hands as a game master so I tend to like those systems a little bit more. Um, because I I don't feel like I'm arbitrating, like, oh, it's, well, it's, you know, it's a 12, right? Um, In this situation, I think we kind of need to have something uh, to oppose. Um, Otherwise, you could maybe roll with just uh, no, um, you could maybe roll with no opposing dice pool, essentially. Uh, I'm not sure how well that would work out. I think we should play test this honestly because it seems actually kind of fun um and like i said this is one of the design problems that i've kind of run into i think this is how i how i would solve it um but this is again just kind of uh brainstorming here at the moment so um and then how about enemy health and stuff right so Um, Let's say we have a goblin and they have a couple tags, they've got a d4, rusty weapons, d4, ragged armor, and a d6 nimble. They probably should also have another, uh, like a couple, or the standard attributes as well, uh, which I didn't add in here, but from the notes that I took, I just added up the dice amounts for each of the dice and gave that as their total uh, hit points, so in this case 4, 4, and 6 is 14, so 14 health. Goblin Warband, D8 Rusty Weapons, D8 Many Goblins, D6 Armored, D6 Nimble, 28 hit points. I don't know. I don't know if that's good or not. Um, If it's 28 hit points, if you, you know, we're dealing 12 damage. Uh, Well, let's see. If we did... Let's say we're rolling 3d6 as like an, an average roll, right? Um, you're probably going to do 4 to 6 damage in a hit. So with a goblin of 14 health, that's like 2 to 3, maybe 4 hits for... Uh, well, that's that's assuming that they, they don't block, it, block your attacks. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the best way to handle um, HP mounts are. That could be a way to handle it um let's see i wrote down a couple of other things um essentially my character creation for this system would be that you're given a base set of points to assign to your attributes so uh let's say you had your standard uh array of six stats and you get um say 40 points to spread across the um the attributes You would basically spend, every all of your stuff starts at a d4. And then from there, you can upgrade it to a a d6, a d8. It would cost the same amount of points, right? So to go from a 4 to a 6 would be 6 points. To go to a 6 to an 8 would be 8 more points. To go from an 8 to a 10, it would be another 10 points, right? And you spend your points in that way. Um, If you have any leftover points, those could um, be either saved or used to purchase skills skills would start at a, at a d4 you'd actually have to spend four points to buy a new skill um, and then upgrade it like normal um, skills being a little bit more freeform than the attributes are and then the same thing with the specialties um, having a specialty like master swordsman or or just being something more specific or like blacksmith or something right um, this is kind of just a way to get Multiple dice in a dice pool uh, that you can kind of upgrade that might be applicable, right? Combat training and sword, specifically sword training. Um, then you've got two dice and then you've got strength and a sword that you're using. Um, so those could then be purchased with uh, another set of points or some leftover points. Um, equipment, you would probably purchase with gold of some kind. Um, negative, uh, so like conditions... And injuries, I think, would be inflicted by. Um, let's say you spend a certain amount of progress or effort points, essentially, from your rolls to inflict or create conditions. Right. So, like, if you're summoning something, uh, you're not necessarily doing damage, but you maybe spend, you know, three points to create a D4 effect, and then spend three more points to make it a D. 6 and then a d12 right so you're spending points to kind of increase uh, a level uh, of you know your summon thing um, one of the other things I had thought about doing is for um, temporary or uh, consumable things like rations or you know magical effects and stuff um, would be that each time you use that tag in a roll then you decrease the die rating by one so if it was a d8 you roll it becomes a d6 right that kind of shows the uh weakening effect as it is uh kind of used up and and then disappears and then you could you know spend more points from subsequent rolls to kind of power those back up and to kind of concentrate on them beef them up that sort of thing um a couple last things here i think uh, i also had injuries also being a negative I think injuries would probably you would need to spend more to inflict those, um, because uh, and injuries would be more of a permanent thing that would be harder to get rid of. You couldn't necessarily get rid of them with a roll, or a like in combat roll, maybe a resting roll you could. Um, The other thing I thought about adding is a some sort of a momentum track or an adrenaline track. Um, and every time you roll a one on a dice from your final roll result, you gain one point of adrenaline up to, say, 10. Um, and then on future rolls, you can spend one adrenaline point to re-roll a dice. Um, now if you re-roll a one, it's only the final result, so you can't get the, uh, get the one, add it to your, you know... Adrenaline bank, and then spend one to re-roll the dice. Right, so that not like that. That's the final roll result. So once you've you've accepted it, so now you have a little thing. Um, I kind of wanted to add in the failure mechanics of Power by the Apocalypse, where if you fail a roll, you get experience. Um, and so this is kind of where that's leading to. But there's not really failed rolls anymore. So anytime you roll a one on a final result, you get a point of adrenaline. Then when you rest, you can spend um a point of adrenaline to gain a skill point you can spend three to gain an attribute point um, and potentially spend a number of points to uh, reduce injuries um on your character and then that would kind of uh weave into how you you convert adrenaline when you rest into experience points essentially so um skills are easier to level up than your base attributes because skills and expertise are uh, more specialized whereas your attributes get used for at, or at least one will get used for any given role that you do so uh, that's why I did it there um, and then yeah spending you spend a number of points equal to the next dice size just like a character creation uh, if you're adding a new skill it costs four you get a d4 skill if you're improving a d4 to a d6, you spend six points, it bumps up to a d6. So, uh, that's kind of that, kind of a level up mechanic built in. Um, that's about it. I kind of want to put this together and then just run a game with it and see how it works. Um, I think it could be a lot of fun and maybe it could release it as some sort of a... Uh, free creative commons build your own game little engine polyhedral engine i don't know uh looking for thoughts looking for ideas Uh, i thought it was a fun little uh thought experiment i spit a bunch of stuff onto the page and i just wanted to talk about it so um, if you guys are interested in this i might do more things like this and throw them up on the patreon page um otherwise this is this is what it is so thank you guys for listening